You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to BQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. That was Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy getting his Cowboys ready to go against the Green Bay Packers. Still a lot to get to for hour number three of the program. We've got Ryan Horvath of BetMGM tonight uh, joining us to talk about the Packers and the Cowboys. And of course, we've got to give out our lightning bets, don't we? But now let's get into our NFL playoff Calcutta segments. And Joe, why don't you uh, tell us about the rules and the parameters for this game? All right. Each of us get $100 to spend, okay? There will be going to be different teams thrown out. We'll go through every playoff team, and there will be bidding. So which teams do you want to buy in the end? It's going to be fantastic. Can't wait to see where Baltimore and San Francisco end up going. Are people going to go heavy? on one or two teams or collect a number of teams is kind of how you expect this playoff picture to go. And, you know, maybe people betting on teams where they, where they find value. Like I, I can't believe this team is going for this little, so we'll get a good gauge on the teams that people feel strong about that can make uh, deep runs in these playoffs and every, everybody's bidding, right? We've got uh, all five in. Perfect. We're all in. Very good. Okay. All right. So Paul's going to be our auctioneer, and he will also uh, call out the uh, teams, and this will be done randomly, so we won't start from top to bottom. Instead, uh, any team could come up at any point, and of course, uh, this is an auction format, so please, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons why I guess it's a good thing we're not all in the same room, so we can't, like, go at each other's throats. Uh, But, Paul, why don't you uh, get things going here? All right, minimum bid of $5 is our starting point. Numbers randomly assigned, one through 14, one for each team. First one, number five, that is the Detroit Lions. Bidding starts at $5. Any takers? Let me mute. (laughs) Yeah, the Lions. (laughs) I mean, this has Aaron written all over it. Just for the MCDC alone. She just said she's passing on her boyfriend. Wow. What? Five. Six. Okay. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing, so you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. 
That's helloalma.com slash therapy60. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, I'll take the lines for $6. All right. Are you supposed to say going uh, once, going <laughs> twice? Uh, is this uh, you know your auctioneer format? I'm gonna sold I'm gonna, I'm gonna, once, twice. Yeah, sold to myself. Sold to myself. I win again. All right, next uh, number four, the Bills five. Woo. Six. Fifteen. Fifteen. Twenty-five. Wow. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. I'll go to 36. 36. Joe, just go to 36, 40. Enjoy that. (laughs) Damn. I'm out. Now you want it, Joe. 42. 45. Damn. Go 50. 52. Oh, 53. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't let Paul win. We have done $5 increments. So we can't do. get this done. <laughs> uh, it's what you say. I don't know. We're jumping pretty high. Yeah. Erlacher 54. Let's go. What do you got? <laughs> Lance Briggs 55. New Chicago. <laughs> Damn, man. I know you want them, so let's go. You want them or what? Empty the empty the chamber. Let's go. <laughs> empty the chamber. I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. I'll take All right. <clears throat> no one else gets a 55? team. It's just me against myself. Yeah, right. All right. Well, you're almost out of money. <laughs> Sorry, so, the Lions and Bills. Lions, Bills. I know Super how the Bowl. wedding planning yeah. went. <laughs> yeah, all going all in. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, bidding against myself. Number three, the Cowboys. Ed, we know two thousand dollars. 
All right, he's maxed out. Next. No. No, I'm not maxed. I'll start at 20. Wow. Oh, man. I think as somebody likes to say, enjoy that. Yeah, I think mm. that might be a wrap. I know Aaron's not going there. Is Joe? I had him down, but not for 20, man. Oof. Well, 25. Can't do it. Oh. Joe, see, Joe is chasing now. He lost out, so now he's he's got FOMO. Or, or am I trying to make people spend money? Yeah, yeah, that yeah that's exactly what this is. I've watched enough storage wars <laughs> to know how this is going down here. I mean, You're did just get Paul guy. to use 60% of his bankroll on the Lions <laughs> and then Buffalo, so. Yeah, okay, exactly. let's leave the Lions out. Okay, well, like, 59% of that was on the bill, so, like, let's relax. Right. 55 uh, to be 30. specific. So. One. Okay, Ed's at 30. 30. Mm. Yeah. Once. Twice. Go ahead. Have fun. Okay. Okay. Cowboys for 30 to Ed next. Uh, number five. Anyone want the Lions? Uh, let's see. Number 10, Cleveland. Ooh. Ooh. Five. 10. Uh, 15. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Flacco. He's done it once before. Jake at 15. Hmm. Once. 20. Joe at 20. Joe doesn't want to get shut out. There's a lot of teams left. <laughs> Joe's Once. Steelers are going to make a push. <laughs> Twice. Browns off the board. All right. Joe's got the Browns for 20. Right. Probably could use some music or something. Maybe like some. How much uh, money do you have left to spend, Joe? 80. 80. He just fake spent the rest of it against me. Uh, right. Okay. Next team. Number five. They really want me to get rid of the Lions. Uh, 14. The Steelers. $5. Anyone. How about $1. Anyone. Okay. Steelers. $1. Not on the anyone. bingo card. Two. Wow. <laughs> Ed's going two bucks on the Steelers. Can have it. I think one was my floor for that. Two teams, I'm out. Yeah. Nobody was going to do All right. five. So. Mason Rudolph. No. Yeah. Good call. All right. New team. Number two, the Ravens. Five. Ooh. 30. Four. 35. 40. 40. I mean, we all we all knew where this was going. We didn't have to play the 5, 10, 15 game. 50. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, man. 51. Right. Oh, 52. <laughs> Here we go. 55. 52, 50. All right, Jake's at 55. Oh, man. Hold up. I got to see who's left that I actually want. 60. Wow. Then I got a bargain for Buffalo. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right. Thank you. Uh, Once, cents. twice. 65. 60. 
Oh, oh what the buzzer! Oh, Ooh, infighting. Oh, Wait. <laughs> oh, okay. He, he can barely get there. Barely get there. I was about to call the floor. Oh, that's right. 66. I don't like that number. Makes me think of the devil. <laughs> what? You can go to six. Deep. You can go to 68, More. right? 68. 67. Wow. Wow. Oh, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron yeah. can do it. Of course. I mean, sneeze. I knew it. Favorite uh. team, favorite number. Let's go. What are we on the Ravens still? Yep. Sure. Um, one, two, and Ed's out. All right. Joe? Okay. Aaron, no. Ravens. See, Joe, that's how you get someone to overbid. That's that. Yep. That's that guy. 69er. <sighs> number four Great is number. taken. <laughs> All right. Another <laughs> uh, eventful number. Uh, Niners. Ooh, back to back. 20. Yeah. 40. All right. 50. 50. Stop oh, wasting time here. Well, I'm 60. out. <laughs> All right. 65. Ooh. One. 70. I can't wait for Trent Williams to be injured. Oh, my God. What is this? Calcutta makes he gets injured every day. Twice. <clears throat> All right, off the board. Niners for 70 to Joe. All right. Okay. Number eight, I got the Texans. Got the Ravens for a dollar cheaper. I feel like you're gonna yep. steal. I'll go fifteen for the Texans. <laughs> fifteen for the Texans to Jake. I got oh. a lot of money to play with here. Yeah. Yeah. Once, twice. C.J. Stroud to Jake for fifteen dollars. All right, nine dollars. Philly, five. Hometown team, six. Defending NFC champs. Ten. Jalen Hurts. Oh, Jake, Ten what are you betting Eagles. on? Wow. He's just taking the trash. Quantity. Just whatever, whatever yeah. you guys don't want, I'll take. We're just loading Quantity, up on bullets. We're taking quality. multiple shots. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's at uh, goodwill right now. Anyone else? Philly, $10. No. This is how... Jake operates okay. when the lights come on at the at the club. Oh. At the club. <laughs> All right, what's left over? Oh, oh damn, brother! I am not in a club. I promise you that right now. I know, yeah. I know yeah. that about you. What they go for? All right, if I'm in a club, something's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Interesting development. Number six, the Chiefs. Ten. What the Eagles go for? Six. Ten dollars. Okay, for the for the Eagles. So Jed has 11. the Chiefs at ten. All right, Aaron eleven. I'll go twenty. I'll go twenty-five. Twenty-five. Well, oh, damn. someone break the tie. Twenty-six. Twenty-seven. <laughs> I'll go to thirty-five for the Chiefs. Okay. 
Who has laughed? Who has laughed? T-Swift. 40. Once. 40. I'm out. All right. All right. Ed gets the Chiefs for 40. Uh, okay. Next okay. team. 12. The Dolphins. Five. 15. Once, twice, Dolphins. All right. Jake gets them for 15. Don't Next. love how this is shaping up for me. <laughs> I mean, you're just taking all the Who has uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Oh, oh Joe has uh, SF for 70. See, in the rundown that not everyone can see here, you have Joe at 70. I was wondering. Oh, true. You didn't put that stuff there. I wasn't even looking at what? You said $70. I know uh, under Joe's column, you have $70 hyphen Joe instead of SF. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you do this on the fly, all right? God. No, no, no. no, I'm not criticizing. I'm just criticizing. Green Green Bay. (laughs) Green Bay, $5. Defaults to uh, one. Jake. No one else. Okay. One. Horby's going to check in. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, no. We're running out of time. All right, Packers. Aaron's got him for five dollars. Uh, what? Next? No. Or, or, oh, okay. One. I was joking. Okay. I, I'm going all in on another team that I'm waiting for you to name. Okay. Buffalo have already been used. Two has already been used. Give me a new number, please. Tampa. Let's skip Bucks, them. Bucks, Let's Rams. just go to the Rams. Let's just put the Rams right. out there and see what happens. Thirty-one. You can't. No, you spent a dollar on Green Bay. You're down to Four, thirty. Get out of here. Forty. I'll I'll, I'll go above Aaron's right, limit anyway. I'll go matter. forty for the Rams. There you go. Does Jake have forty dollars? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. Barely. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Anyone else taking the Rams? I don't know if anyone else no, even no. can. So. Nope. All right. Jake's got the most Thanks, bullets Jake. for sure. Any other team uh, that we want to throw out there? Bucks, did, I guess. Did we do Tampa Bay? Bucks, Bucks, the Bucks. last one. Yeah. All right, I'll put my last forty dollars, thirty-nine dollars on the Bucks. I have nothing else to live for. There you go. Neither do I. Right. Nothing else to Thanks live for but Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. I'm taking the Eagles and Survivor probably. Great. Yeah, right. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. You're a winner either way. Coming up next, BetMGM tonight and Green Bay Packers apologist Ryan Horvat joins us with his takes on Packers Cowboys plus the rest of Super Wild Card Weekend. That's all coming up on the BetQL Network. Uh, just stay focused on that. You know, you want to make a play so bad you jump out of your gap and then all of a sudden they hit you on a run. So it's those are the little things, man. Just stay true to what we've done and what's gotten us to this point. We won 12 games for a reason. We're where we're at for a reason. Let's do it again. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Lions heads coach uh, Dan Campbell telling his team to do it all over again and hoping he can make a push past the LA Rams this weekend en route to the Super Bowl. We'll see how far they can get. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still to come this hour, we will share our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. But now it's time to bring in one of our favorite guests and, of course, a member of the BetQL family. That is Ryan Horvat, co-host of BetMGM. 
BetMGM tonight and uh, seen all over the BetQL network. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Greatly appreciate it. We will get to the Lions stuff in just a bit, but first, you are a noted Packers fan, so we got to start there. Packers and Cowboys, Dallas, seven and a half point favorites, total of 50 and a half. How concerned are you about the pack going on the road against Dak Prescott and company? Yeah, you know what's funny? A lot of people consider me a hater these days, like as a Packer fan, because as you guys know, I don't know if you guys know this, I was, I'm like a little bit of an Aaron Rodgers fan, so people think I like hate Jordan Love, which I do not. But I'm more worried about our. Uh, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. not going to let you slide on that. You you were mad at the organization, screaming about it, ranting every day for years about mad about the Jordan Love pick. That's been documented, and now you're like, oh, I'm not a hater. So so you're in now. You like Love. I'm so glad that you guys are going to give me this platform because this is the last time that I'll discuss <laughs> this, right? Okay. Oh. Here's why I hated. Here's why I hated the Jordan Love pick. All right. You're coming off an NFC championship game where you're playing against the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo right. only has to drop back nine times. They rush for over 300 yards. I'm thinking you have to take Patrick Queen in the first round or on the offensive side of the ball. Like I love Devontae Adams, but look at wide receiver number two at the time. It's uh, MVS or it's Equinemius St. Brown. Imagine having T Higgins on the other side. Then the next year against Tampa in the NFC championship game, Maybe Rodgers doesn't have to force the Devontae Adams on three straight red zone drives. So I just thought a 13-win team, like I didn't think a backup quarterback or a quarterback of the future was a need in the first round where you needed to trade up, only because even if I hated Aaron Rodgers, he was still under contract for three more years. And he goes on to win two more MVPs. So that was the only reason I didn't like the pick. And if you're drafting a quarterback, like as you guys know, you want to play him when he's on a rookie deal, when he's cheap. Like, look what C.J. Stroud's doing right now. I would say, look what Bryce Young's doing right now, but that's one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life. So that was the only reason I didn't love the pick. So I was wrong about Jordan Love. Right now he's playing like a top-10 quarterback. But I'm actually, yeah. to answer your question, I'd more concerned about my Cowboys' futures, just the way that Green Bay's trending right now, the way that Love's playing. Like, he's not turning the football over. But what makes me feel confident, what would scare me as a Packer fan, Dallas at home this season, a perfect 8-0, 6-2 against the number. And as good as the offensive side of the ball has been for Green Bay, and I know they had you know, two pretty good performances against divisional opponents against Chicago and Minnesota. But, I mean, look what Joe Barry and that defense have allowed these opposing quarterbacks to do. Baker Mayfield had a perfect quarterback rating at Lambeau Field. He was the first quarterback to ever do so. Bryce Young had his first ever 300-yard passing game. You know, maybe like they play some more man coverage. I just, I don't know how they match up against Dallas. I think CeeDee Lamb's going to have a huge game. I know his receptions are a little chalky right now, but I played those over seven and a half. And I really like Jake Ferguson. Um, it'll probably be a big storyline that his grandfather is, you know, Barry Alvarez and uh, he has the Wisconsin ties. But I think he's going to have a huge game because Green Bay still just doesn't really defend the middle of the field. So I like Dallas. You know, if we get back to seven, seven and a half, eight, that scares me a little bit. Maybe Green Bay could backdoor cover this thing. But I do think Dallas is the better team, and they win. What would be a great storyline is if Green Bay goes into Dallas, beats the Packer, uh, beats the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy most likely loses his job. So then, within mm -hmm. like the last six years, loses his job in Green Bay because of Rodgers and that team. And then Jordan Love costs him his job in uh, Dallas. I think that'd be kind of a fun <laughs> storyline. But I think I think Dallas wins the game. I just I don't know if they win it by eight. That's what that's what I want more than anything for that to happen. I mean, I guess it involved yeah. a Packers win, but hey, it, it would make uh, make for a fun Monday being on the airwaves here. Um, okay, so it's come back 
down to seven at some Vegas spots. So I find that interesting that it was a it was sitting at seven and a half most of the week. Some went to eight, but now it's starting to trend back a little bit, suggesting that there's Packers support. Do you think that a Cowboys teaser is a bad bet? I do not. I think that the reason that's coming down, obviously, like the way that Green Bay is playing, also they have a pretty clean injury report for the first time since, what, like week 12. The only guy that didn't practice yesterday was A.J. Dillon. And uh, look at the way that Aaron Jones has run the ball the last three games. And, you know, that's the way – like the Packers are a bad matchup right now for Dallas. Dallas can't defend the can't defend the run. And Aaron Jones is coming off, what, three straight 100-game performances. Um, and look at the way these wide receivers are playing. But – yeah. Jair is going to be out there. It looks like Christian Watson will probably be out there. I don't think that the Cowboys are a bad teaser leg. I, I actually think that they are a pretty good teaser. I think that they win this game outright. And, yeah, I just I don't know that I trust them to win by margin, just the way that Green Bay, like I said, is playing right now. But, again, I just look at – the only problem with Dallas is they can't run the football. You know what I mean? But this is going to be a big Dak Prescott game. I think the only way that Dallas loses this game – is if Dak coughs up the football or turns the ball over a couple times. That's the only way that Green Bay is live in this game, is if they force a couple turnovers, I think. What about the Browns and the Texans, one of the shortest spreads for Wild Card Weekend? What side do you like here? You know, I'm starting to lean more towards the Texans, to be honest with you guys. Like, if we got a three with yeah. Houston, I might go Houston. I mean, I know the trend, obviously, C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback, going against a vet quarterback. I know the way that the Browns are playing right now, but look at their home road splits. Obviously, they're a much better team at home, and as good as that defense has been, you could hit them with some explosive plays. So if C.J. Stroud has some time in the pocket, I think they're going to be able to push the ball down the field. I think they might be able to run the ball a little bit here. I actually like the over in the game. I think this is going to be a higher-scoring game. You know, originally when this when this was released on Monday, I planned on taking Cleveland, but I'm kind of talking myself into Houston. I'm a big C.J. Stroud fan. I really like D'Amico Ryans, and – you know, I think they might be able to get after uh, Joe Flacco in this game a little bit. You know, they have a pretty clean uh, injury report right now on the defensive side of the ball, and they could get after the quarterback. So I might end up betting Houston, actually, in this game. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Why don't we circle back to uh, your NFC North counterparts and the Detroit Lions, three-point favorites against the LA Rams with a total of 51.5. Yes, the revenge factor for quarterbacks, that's getting talked about a lot, but I'm curious if you feel like there is a coaching mismatch in this one. Sean McVay, of course, having won a Super Bowl. Uh, Dan Campbell, on the other hand, uh, some are calling him a dope. How do you feel about that notion? Yeah, I was listening to you guys. I was listening to you guys on the way in yesterday. And I kind of completely agree with everything that Joe and Sam and everybody had to say here with Dan Campbell. I just so this is usually a spot where I would like Detroit, right? Jared Goff at home. Look at the way that the run game like is trending right now with Gibbs and Montgomery. But here's the problem. I don't understand what they were doing week 18. And I'm not just saying this because I bet Minnesota. I figured you play the starters for a quarter or two and then you get everybody the hell out of there. Instead, now Sam Laporta's injured, and I just, man, I don't like the way that the defense is trending right now for Detroit. They're pretty good against the run. They could get after the quarterback, but look at look at the pass defense right now. And then you have the Rams, who, for the last eight weeks of the season, really since the bye, you know, if you look at the DVOA numbers, they're the number two offense. And the only offense that's been better the last eight weeks of the season is the San Francisco 49ers. You have a healthy Cooper Cup. I love Kyron Williams. I think he's going to be a top fantasy back next year. I know it's kind of becoming like the trendy dog, 
But uh, that was the first game that I bet this week. I took the Rams at three and a half. I still like them at three. I think they're live in this game. Uh, I think they should win this game. I feel kind of bad rooting against Detroit, even though I'm a Green Bay fan. I mean, this is the first time they've won the division since 1992. Literally the last time they won the division, Kirk Cobain, Nirvana, they were on tour. So they should be a good story. But I just don't <laughs> trust Dan Campbell. They have the coaching advantage, yeah. you know, and if they could get after Jared Goff in this game, I think he'll turn the ball over a couple times. And also, like, the Rams' defense, not great by any means, <laughs> but trending right now towards being top 10 against the run. So if they could shut down Montgomery and Gibbs, yeah, I like I like uh, the Rams a lot in this spot. I mean, you can't take the Lions. You've been calling Dan Campbell yeah. a gym teacher, right? I mean, glorified you just can't. Yeah, glorified gym uh, teacher. And, yeah. you know, Matt – Matchup wise, I think the argument is on the Rams too. I, I just don't think it's a, a strictly alliance fade, but uh, but we'll see. We're on the same side there. Um, we haven't talked about this, but I, I'm guessing which side you're on. And with all the love on one side, and you know the dog that nobody wants, am I right by assuming that you're on Miami? No, actually. So you're not um... even at four and a half. You're on KC. I said, okay, so what's funny about that, I said if we got to four, that was going to be an auto bet, was going to be Miami. And then we got to four and a half. I still can't do it. Um, now, I do have okay. uh, a rare uh, parlay. I had a money line parlay, and I went Michigan, and I needed somebody to go with, so I did take the Chiefs. Like, I want to take Miami at this Fine. number. Here's the problem, though, like the pass rush. You lose Phillips for the season. You lose Chubb for the season. Now you lose Van Ginkle for the season. I, you're going to rely on Melvin Ingram and look at Miami's defense the last couple of weeks. That was a must win game. I thought against Baltimore because they could have got the number one seed. I mean, I would have loved them if they had home field advantage, but they gave up over 50 points, what 56 points in that game against the Ravens. So I don't like the way that the defense is playing right now. I don't like the way that Tua's playing right now. Tyreek's been in a walking boot. Uh, Jalen Waddle's been dinged up. I do think that they're going to be able to run the ball, but I like the Chiefs defensively, especially with some extra time to prepare for this game. You know, I like Spags a lot. I know Patrick Mahomes has been a little bit of a down year compared to what he's done the last couple seasons, but now that we're in the playoffs, I think he's going to use his legs a little bit more. They rested Travis Kelsey last week. I think Pacheco should have a monster game. Look what he did week 17, um, and they rested him last week. So, yeah, at four and a half, the play should be Miami. I just haven't got there yet. I probably will. But, I mean, you have Miami in a cold-weather game, the way that Tua is playing right now. I hate betting against Andy Reid and uh, the Chiefs at home. I think, obviously, at the number right now, Miami's the play. But I just can't do it. I can't bet against the Chiefs and the homes. I won't be shocked, guys, if they make a run to the Super Bowl and if they win it again. Yep, I'm with wow. you on that one, Horvy. Another defense that hasn't been playing very well, Philly. And it's hard to back them with any confidence right now. Uh, Philly minus three at the Bucks. What do you like in this one? I really wish I would have played Philly at two and a half. I still like him at three. I, I'm waiting for the opportunity to fade this team. I don't think they're any good. I think there's a chance maybe Nick Sirianni is out at the end of the year. I mean, you lose Jonathan Gannon. It's just like the coordinators, Shane Steichen, I think he's a lot better than we gave him credit for. Look at the offensive side of the ball. Last year, they moved really quickly. It was like really up-tempo. Now they're snapping the ball with like two seconds, one second left on the play clock. Jalen's been dinged. They get A.J. Brown hurt. Um, and then the, the defense, the pass defense especially. I like the defensive line still. They're pretty good against the run. I'm waiting to fade them. I just don't know that this is the week with Todd Bowles and a dinged-up Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay. So I actually kind of like Philadelphia. I like the over. I think we're going to get some points in this game. And then I'll probably bet against Philadelphia, you know, the next week 
or the week after that. I don't think this team's going to be able mm-hmm. to make a run. I just don't know that this is the spot. I just I, I can't trust Todd Bowles in this spot in the playoffs. So as bad as Philadelphia has played, I think they'd still be the play for me here. Horvey, you have done a lot with college football uh, these last several months, so I got to ask you about the big news involving Nick Saban's retirement. Are there betting angles to take pertaining to Alabama looking for a new head coach? We have had one defection within that program, uh, or transfer rather. Uh, but how do you see this going forward? Is there perhaps value betting on Alabama to win the Natty? I don't know about that. I mean, I do think. I like Dan Lanning a lot. If Dan Lanning does end up being the guy, I mean, he's 37 years old. There's not many guys that are recruiting better than Dan Lanning. Look what he's did in the transfer portal as well. The last two seasons at Oregon. Um, he obviously knows the sec. He knows Kirby very well. He worked at Georgia and he was also a GA at Alabama in 2015. So I'm a huge Lanning fan. Um, so like if he ends up getting the gig, I don't think they really skip a beat to be quite honest with you guys. The only thing I might look at, we talked about this yesterday Maybe like a game of the year. I already like Georgia next season with the revenge angle. I think Georgia is going to be really good. I think they're going to be the best team in the country. I think they were the best team in the country. That opened up at one and a half game of the year, moved to two and a half. So you're still under a field goal. That'd probably be the way that I would look. You know, Georgia is going to be really deep again next year. I know they lose Brock Bowers, but they're going to be really solid. Um, so I wouldn't do anything with Alabama futures until we figure out who the head coach is going to be. But I was shocked. I, I thought like three, four more years for Nick Saban. But then when I thought about it, you know, this was a really weird year. He was in a good mood. Remember the game against Tennessee? He did the victory lap around the stadium. That was kind of weird. I was like, you're just going to beat him again next season. What's the big deal? But now it kind of makes sense. I won't be shocked if he's on the game day set, if he's working for uh, ESPN, to be honest with you guys. But um, that's what that's what I want to see get that job, Dan Lanning. And then I don't think they skip a beat, especially with what he's been able to do on the recruiting trail the last couple seasons. Very interesting. I, I, I'm with you on that one. I, I would like to see Nick Saban still a part of the game in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Because we, we have a lot we can learn from him, no doubt about it. Ryan Orvat, host of BetMGM Tonight. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, go Cowboys. How about that? Go Cowboys. I'm with you guys on that one. Yeah, very good, very good. Thank you so much, Horvey. We appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight, coming up on the BetQL Network. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen here in just a bit to talk about uh, an interesting development uh, pertaining to uh, an Emmy conspiracy uh, involving uh, the worldwide leader in sports. Uh, Am I understanding that correctly? This is hilarious and it's just it's so broadcast industry just a bunch of thirty thousand dollar millionaires it is it's incredible like espn used fake names to secure emmys for college game day stars so basically it opens with like shelly smith getting a call from like an exec at espn saying she needed some emmy statuettes back because they weren't like rightfully hers or something anyway i guess like Part of it was they ESPN like submitted fake names and then would like got the statuettes re-engraved with like talent names so that they could send them out to talent or something. Like it's just the dumbest thing ever. Like the whole Emmy process, anyone who's like been through it can attest to this. It's just so stupid. dumb. It's mm. so dumb and, and it's stupid. so expensive. Expensive. Like it's it's ridiculous. 
like I don't so it's know. just I, it's probably a little themselves on the back. Well, like oh, some of the people that I yeah. see, I, some of the people that I see say that they've won Emmys like in their bio or they'll have it. Dude, Emmy winner, like you'll see it. Cool, I'm like, man. Yeah, you're not like yeah. I know your work. You suck. So I don't care if you <laughs> won an Emmy right. that nobody knew about right. at the time. Right. Like, I think Aaron and I can both say this because we both got a couple statues in the background, so it's not like a sour grapes thing going on. Like, but mm-hmm. it's the most ridiculous process. Like, what is it? Totally, process? it's just stupid. D- just staring yeah. at Aaron's to... backdrop right now. I can't help it. <laughs> I know. I was like, thanks, Joe. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> saying that to you. I was not. Oh, I didn't even know that yeah. wasn't Emmy. <laughs> I didn't even know it was. Okay. I didn't know what those trophies were. Um. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, oh, the you whole thought process. I was, you you really ridiculous. thought I was taking a shot at you? I, I don't know. I was Th- like, this is where uh, I was only Aaron, one this of is, us on the show. This is where Aaron just says, Joe, well, you wouldn't know. There are <laughs> other people in media, not not just this show. I was not, I would not say that to you. That's crazy. <laughs> um, anyway. Those t-ball no, the whole process the is stupid. You got to go through hours and hours of footage to figure out what you're going to submit. It's like a whole game, too, because you try to find... It's kind of like betting in a way. You try to find Mm -hmm. a market that you don't think a lot of other people are going to submit to and like, oh, could this win? Is this the most heartfelt story that I've done? Could it fit into this category? It's like Tetris. It's Marconi similar. The Marconi Awards process. It's just... Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. I mean, I remember well, like a, mm-hmm. I think it was like the 10 year and again, like feature, I don't know, feature sports story, probably nine, uh, 10 year anniversary of nine 11 produced a documentary, like all the Eagles, like t- talked to big red, Andy Reed and a bunch of yeah. uh, their coaching staff, Joe Banner, like everyone. And like, was a pretty good piece. I felt pretty good about it. And then I found out I was going against the blind swimmer story. And I was like, this has no chance. <laughs> but it depends on the category you know it's it's all and then like you know people networks will take like put 50 names it's probably similar to this into like a yeah one show and it's like all right cool you gotta did you care that much to you no you're not bitter i think that you don't care no not no i have two right over there like i like so like i don't care it's just like i almost feel like no i'm just saying i feel like i could say this because if i didn't and i felt like Oh, maybe he's got sour grapes or whatever. No, it's it's nothing like that at all. We won one in Houston. We won one at the Lone Star Emmy Awards. Shout out, Ed for what? Texas. For, for what? Uh, I love it. Oh, it's actually really good story. So DJ Hayden, um, R.I.P. Recently, actually, kind of tragic, mm. uh, very tragic. But he mm. very much, honestly, kind of like the Demar Hamlin thing, like took a routine hit in practice. Next thing he knows, like everything kind of goes blank uh rushed to the hospital basically like ruptured an artery the vena cava vein uh which is like goes to the heart emergency surgery came all the way back um rehab and everything else we followed his road back talked to the paramedics that you know rushed to his aid and everything that day and people all involved with the story he ended up going like 12th to the raiders in the first round like six months later had like kind of a um you know okay career not really the point and then recently this fall he was in like a tragic car accident like in downtown mm. houston and died but like the the story we put together um was about obviously his comeback you know back in 2012 2013 
But that was actually, that was the Lone Star Emmy Awards in San Antonio. And it was funny. And this encapsulates, you know, everything I'm kind of talking about. You know, at the the hotel bar where it was held afterwards, I remember talking to the bartender and she was just like, she's like, all these people are not tipping. She's like, they're $30,000 millionaires. Like, they are the worst. I was like, yeah, that's kind of our industry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much makes sense. I uh, wanted to ask you guys real quickly because uh, Aaron, you brought up this idea of a game of Tetris, and I couldn't agree more. I remember years ago, uh, you know, trying to get Emmys and, and all that stuff, and I don't really care now. I'm happy where I am. Everything's great. Uh, but I remember working with this one news anchor who did this football story, and then he came up to me and he's like, "I'm going to submit this for a sports Emmy." Yeah. And I'm like. Is this fair or foul? Because I don't know. There's a mm. lot of that. News people who find some kind Using. of like gray area. Yeah, it's uh, there was this one guy who had like two rooms full of Emmys. And I before I had won a couple, I really didn't care either. Both of mine were when I worked with the Ravens and we did like a magazine style show and I was the host and it was like, you know, it is what it is. It's yeah. kind of luck too. whatever the judges feel. Because I remember the one year I was with the Ravens three seasons that we didn't win. We went up against uh, like a Sean Taylor anniversary type mm. story show. And mm. you just knew like the it was going to be tough to right. beat that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you're not even voting on the work. You're voting on the mm -hmm. story. What is most heart wrenching? Like it's and so and it's always like know. some anonymous market or city that's judging you too, right? Because it's, it's like mid Atlantic, like city. it's like Philly yeah. and Baltimore and like every you know it's regions. It's not yeah mm -hmm. local or whatever. Sure, I'm with yeah. you. And it's it, it was it was a weird conversation to have, and I'm like I don't care, but this sounds like you're encroaching. I, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was years ago. You get a bonus? Okay. Anybody get a bonus? I, I don't think so. No. I think it was just like At something an to brag about. Stupid. No. So, yeah. like 500 bucks yeah. or something like that. Get out right. of here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my e yeah. It's everybody with their egos. Get out of here. Yeah. That's what I it is. Right. It's all that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all of that. Okay, uh, lightning bets time. Uh, Suns Lakers going under 238 and a half. It does feel like that the Lakers do play a different brand of basketball when it's a, a national kind of game and the Suns, like at some point, their defense will show up. And when the Lakers do play that different brand, it is slowing it down. It's being a great defensive team. So I do think the under 238 and a half makes sense. We do have a game in Paris, Nets and Cavs. I do believe in the jet lag element. So give me the under 222 and a half there. And then finally in college football, not going to pull the trigger on it just yet, but the number for Alabama to win the natty has been fluctuating a good bit. And I would not be surprised if, say, there is another transfer where some people are starting to think the sky is falling. That's when I want to mm. pounce on them. They will have their chances to win it all. So that's going to be more of a lean at this point for Alabama to win the title. But I'm going to wait for a better number, Joe. Number will automatically get shorter when they make a higher, right? It never goes the other mm -hmm. way. Exactly. So, yeah. But you so. still want to know who the coach is. 
too. Right. Like that's... Yeah. And if enough <laughs> people leave, like maybe the number gets shorter, like after they make the announcement. And then as a few guys leave, maybe it goes back up. And that's what I want to take. Right. Gotcha. All right. I'm looking at uh, the games on Saturday. And uh, we dove into these a little bit. Cleveland and Houston. Uh, first off, I, I'm having a tough time with the side. So I'm landing on a total in this spot, guys. And I don't expect it to be the Cleveland Browns, even though they're a terrific defense. They're going to go on the road, and they're going to shut down the Texans' uh, offense. I mean, they were still able to put up 22 points without C.J. Stroud. So I, I think they'll be able to do to be just fine in this one. But I also think Cleveland's going to sling it. Um, Houston, they've been great against the run lately, but that's not what the Browns are going to do now. Not without Flacco as they've been preparing for this game for a couple of weeks. So uh, I'm going to go with the over in Cleveland, Houston. That's 44 and a half right now. It opened 43 and a half. I don't think it goes back to 44. I wish it would, but uh, we're at 44 and a half. I still like the over. I understand why it was bet up. And we're at four and a half. I don't know if it's going to continue to climb, but that's good enough for me. I'm going to take Miami uh, as, as a road dog in the spot, plus four and a half. I mean, really? Now we're in the playoffs and we need, we're laying that much with the Chiefs, and it's not like they're facing the Steelers. Uh, come on. It, it, I thought it was really good news with Mostert and Waddle yesterday. I understand all the issues on defense, but how is the Dolphins' defense going to be in a state where, oh, no, Watch out. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, they're going to suddenly uh, go be on fire. One of their explosive games, not buying that. Give me the uh, the Dolphins as a dog. Well, I am buying it. And I think if the Chiefs are going to hang with the Dolphins, they are going to have to have an explosive game. I'm thinking about doing a ladder with Travis Kelsey, all receiving yards. Um, his prop is kind of getting out of control. Even throughout the show, I've seen the numbers just getting inflated so i'm gonna do 70 plus at plus 150 for travis kelsey and i can't take credit for this this was ed's idea but over 33 and a half pass attempts for patrick mahomes as well teamwork makes the dream work uh so announcement real quick and i'd like to say it's a sign of growth in 2024 so like you know like teams like west virginia the jags the seahawks like keep going back to well because you know regression's coming not doing that this year. Clemson is excommunicated forever. Like, oh, that's oh. not great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Jared Goff, Rams pass defense not fixed by any means. Indoor game, 258 and a half. Give me the over. Jared Goff passing product. Mm. Good stuff. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, Jim Rome is next. For those watching on Twitch, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody.